Hey guys, this is Allure Rochelle back with another episode and today I have with me Dee from Avalenco. And today we're going to talk about all the things business. We're actually friends in real life and we're going to talk about being a mom and just balancing life and maybe a little bit of high school nostalgia. So stay tuned. First of all, thank you guys for coming along with me today on this podcast episode. If you could do me the hugest favor, please share this in your stories, rate and review. It helps me get bound by other listeners like you guys, and it would mean so much to me. So thank you so much for listening, and on to the episode. Hey guys, it's Laura Rochelle back with another episode, and today I'm here with my good friend, Dee from Avela & Co. Hey guys. Great to be here. (laughs) So, actually, people don't even know, but we go back really, really far. Like, I think she was my friend before, like, Ken was my friend. Like, it's kind of crazy. No, I think it was the same time. Okay. Close to. I don't want to step on a fellow five. (laughs) (laughs) So, she's a five as well in the Enneagram. If you haven't taken the test, not sponsored, but take the test, you'll learn everything you need to know. Or not. Or not. You know, fives also believe they can't be categorized, so, like, they have to take the test to even believe that they can be (laughs) a part of the answer. Okay. Yeah, so today, um, she, yeah, she has her own business. Um, she's a working mom. She also has a side job, and she has two beautiful girls. Um, Ava is, like, a couple months away from Ella, and they're really good friends, so it's super fun. Um, so today I actually want to talk about some topics that we don't really discuss as far as like building up smaller businesses and like how they've gotten to themselves to like realize that they wanted to do what they wanted to do. And so I feel like today we're going to talk about like the process that she went through and there's like the hand holding and like what was the moment that she knew that she had to do this. So D, let's talk. Um... I guess what would you say like has helped your business like um, grow from from nothing? Because I mean, you literally started based an idea, and you were like not really sure you should do it. So like, walk us through like the whole process. Um. Okay. Whole process. Let's see. Um, as an Enneagram Five, I feel like we're constantly researching. We're constantly trying to master skills. So I've actually been working in sales for like almost 10 years now. Um, I went from like a part-time beauty advisor to counter manager and then eventually I began freelancing for a cosmetic company which basically means you just travel for spa events or promotions or I guess you could say even a freelance makeup artist but my main focus was the business aspect. You know, how can I help this location make sales or meet their goals for the week year whatever it might be so I've always been very just kind of goal oriented you know how can I master each thing that's placed in front of me um but eventually um after having my second child or a little bit before then I'm like I know that there's something out there that I can do where I can be more fulfilled you know the retail hours were not for me I was working every holiday I didn't really get to spend time with my at the time, my oldest, Layla. Um, and then when I got pregnant with Ava, I was like, I know I cannot do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, it was more so out of desperation. Um, also 
it's kind of weird because you don't really hear a lot of like Enneagram fives be creatives. Mm-hmm. So I've always been creative. Like as a child, I was always doing art. I was always writing poems. I was always reading. I played guitar. I tried to write my own songs. Like it's very, very peculiar to be a five and still try to be creative um, because it's almost like this inner conflict you know you are like I know what it I know I have to do this to get this goal but inside I really want to do this because it makes me happy but type fives are like well we got to do what we need to do to whatever fits the equation to get the result that we need Mm -hmm. and we're okay with like negating ourselves you know we're not doing something that we really want to do to get a good result um so I was really at the point like how can I still be creative and still be happy you know what I mean and still make money to provide for my girls because I am a single mom and that's how this idea came about oh my gosh I love it and also retail hardest job oh yeah hardest job people are so mean you work your butt off you're standing on your feet all day dressed up really nice and you know you just want to be at home (laughs) and if you really think about it the thousands of dollars that you make a company and you make pennies oh even as a freelance my highest price went was freelance makeup artists but they're not paying you for mileage you know what i mean to Mm. get to the locations and you're still making them thousands of dollars and you're making pennies and that was another thing that was like you know everything about business you know you know how they make their goals you know how they you know funnel out all the promotions and how they present themselves with their brands like you've been a walking brand basically ambassador for this company for so long to Mm -hmm. where it was my identity I started when I was very 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 young like 20 so I just molded myself to that image. Should I say the company? Am I allowed to say the company? I feel like they're not going to listen to this podcast. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, oh, should oh, we? Mean the should we tag? Like, <laughs> should we tag them? <laughs> it was it was Lancome. Lancome. Mm, if any of the followers out there yeah. are into like skincare and makeup, that was the brand that I worked for. And you know, they're very conservative. You know nails have to be a certain way your look has to be a certain way very particular you know you're going to these events meeting up with fellow um ambassadors basically are beauty advisors that work for Lancome and everyone's really you know image oriented but also Mm -hmm. how much money have you made the company but again we're making pennies Mm -hmm. compared to what we make like literally there's some stores that make a million dollars plus. Jeez. And I can tell you that their income is probably only 50000 a year. <gasps> yes. And that's with commission. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Hate to put it out there, guys. Anybody's out there that works for Lancome. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Don't work for them. It's awful. Okay. So, I guess my question would, my next question would be just like floating off here. Um, what do you think that, look, how do you say that? Lancome? Lancome. Lancome has taught you about business, though, since, I mean, you should be a really good salesperson, or you should be able to know what, like, makes people buy, and also customer service. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lancome really taught me um, how to be confident in a brand. That was, like, 
the biggest thing. You know, they really, that was one of the good things. They really did encourage you, what do you like? And then connect with people that like the same things. Because they're very aware that you may not be able to sell, you know, as me at the time, 22 years old. You may not be able to sell an 85-year-old woman a super <laughs> hydrating, replenishing cream. She's not going to listen to anything you got to say. <laughs> she's going to look at you and say, you don't know my problems. You don't know the life Right, that right. Live. Get out of here, youngin. But they were very, you know, confident about pairing you with people so that you can kind of match your strengths together and tackle all of those, um, you know, types of sales and goals. They also taught me about managing our time, Mm. you know, how much money you should make per hour, um, which is important because I know a lot of entrepreneurs are not charging their worth hourly. Um, It's very important that you do that, but they really taught us, like, this is the sales goal that you have to have. This is how much you should be making an hour so that it's more attainable, you know? So if you're just like, oh my God, I gotta make $5,000 today. How am I gonna do it? How am I gonna do it? It's like, no. X amount of dollars this hour, that means I have to sell these two products or maybe these three products. Jeez. And that's so smart. Go though. from there. But it's very methodical, which is what I appreciated. You know, now you're five. <laughs> the other end of it was you have to be personable. And mm-hmm. I kind of struggle with that because as a five, you know, you don't really like small talk and you don't <laughs> And I don't know if there's any other fives out there that listen to your podcast, but we don't really like small talk. Like, yeah. we don't want to talk about the weather. We don't care who played on um, whatever sport. <laughs> we, like, That's Ken to a T, though. He, he wants everyone to skip that. Like, like just skip. Just talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah. If we're going out for lunch, hey, what is going on in your life? Right. You know, like, just get into it. Let's just get into it. And so I really had to overcome that mm. like when I'm talking to people like yeah I have to remember to smile yeah because fives like <laughs> no. we're so in our heads so much that we don't realize that we're not smiling <laughs> or even one website said they, they can just kind of like sulk behind their eyes and they're like you don't even know really like you can just tell like they're not really there you know mm, what I mean my gosh and yes. I'm like that's so crazy because that's me to a T. I'll be looking at you going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about so many other things that are more beneficial like to me. So, like, your face will actually show that, like, mentally you're not even present. Yeah, you're not even present. <laughs> I'm okay? checked out. I'm checked out. I don't hear you. I don't see you. I love it. My kids get the worst of it because I can check out in a second. You have to if you're a mom. Oh, my God. You have to, but as a five, I'm like, you turn my ears off. Like, I didn't see nothing. I didn't hear nothing. Oh, man. See, like, that's the difference with me, though. Like, because, like, I'm I'm a three and I'm so present. I'm so here. I'm so willing to help. And so, like, Ella drains me because I can't turn it off. I have to be aware of her jumping off the couch, running around the Christmas tree and stealing all the ornaments. And, like, you're just like, I'm not here. I'm on the beach. No. I'm like, I'm going to go cook dinner, guys, and I'll leave them, <laughs> I'll I'll leave them in the other room, and I'm like, I'll be back with dinner in maybe an hour, two hours, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so true, though. I mean, I wish I could do that, but I'm too aware. So, I, I guess one thing that you mentioned that stood out to me is you said that, you know, you were aware, basically, of, like, attracting your niche and helping your niche, because, like, when you said that... Elderly people don't want to be told mm-hmm. about a hydrating cream yeah. from a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't have a hydrating cream problem? Yes. So, do you feel like when you, like, started your Instagram, well, like, you refreshed your Instagram and, like, started building, like, your page and your feed, like, you already knew, like, I should be attracting this niche? Or did you have to learn that along the way? No. I 
will say I was lucky to be able to say, and I feel like as a five, we're very confident in who we are. And I was just like, nope, that's not what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I knew in my mind, like, this is a style that I want to do. If you guys want to follow me, shameless plug, Avela and Co. It's so cute. I, lo- <laughs> I love her feet, honestly. But I already knew in my mind, like, I wanted to do something that was a little bit more moodier, you know, nothing that's too pretty and crisp. And I appreciate all of that work out there um, with the stationery and the calligraphy and stuff, but it's really not me. Um, My company, Avela & Co., is going to be freehand calligraphy, freehand hand lettering, um, unique kind of eclectic for brides or events, parties, things like that. Um, So that is going to be exclusive for bridal Um, I kind of want to do all types of things, you know, because signage and writing can do, you can do anything. Um, Eventually, I want to start doing corporate events to get back into, like, the branding with, like, Lancome and stuff like that. I want to do that eventually. I think I'm already comfortable there. I already know people there. So, it's just about getting my skill to match the price point that they want me to bring in. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like, you know, with time and, like, building your brand, having all the Mm -hmm. experience, you can be like, this is what I'm worth and this is what I charge. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Also, as seen on blank, 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 and blank, blank, blank. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Like, I mean, I feel like we don't give credit enough to our past. That really helps, like, sh- uh, shape us for our future. And, like, working in corporate and making so much money for another company, I feel like it took kind of, like, a self-confidence step out. Like, I'm worth more than this. I'm giving them this. The numbers don't add up, so I'm just going to peace out and do my own mm-hmm. thing. Like, yeah. that takes some guts, girl. And fives, yeah. like, my husband's a five. I mean, he will think something through for years before he even oh, thinks yeah. to do it. We're terrible at that. Especially, <laughs> like, in reference to Avela & Co., I researched. Like, I started doing hand lettering calligraphy February of 2018. I literally didn't tell anybody until September of 2018, okay? Do you know the amount of hours that I researched and I'm like, this is what I got to do. This is how I want to do it. This is the vibe I'm going with. And then how do I get followers? So many like free webinars and YouTube videos Mm -hmm. on how to beat the Instagram algorithm. Like all those things for a five are interesting. It's like a big puzzle for us. So the creative part, I already, I'm self-aware that I can't rush that and I can't like manufacture that. That has to come naturally. But if I'm getting stuck on a creative end, I would just go to researching. That's like the easiest thing for a five to do um, as far as running a business. What do I need to decide if I'm going to have an LLC or a sole proprietorship? Like, I've read so many articles on that. I could tell all the pros and the cons. (laughs) How do I make my website? How, like, how do I learn about search engine optimization? Um, People kept using that word SEO, SEO, or that phrase, SEO, SEO. And I'm like, what the heck is SEO? (laughs) And I'm, like, scrolling and scrolling. I'm looking at comments. Nobody would say search engine optimization. And I'm like... Yo, right. I, I even watched a live video and like they did not describe what SEO stood for. They just assumed that everybody knew and not everybody is a five and they're going to go research it on their own. They're just going to say, well, dang. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I like it. <laughs> right. Right. No, I feel like you're just talking about something that we were just talking about earlier. Like while I was making her some very fresh juiced strawberries. Oh, that's delicious. <laughs> 
It's like candy. Oh, I love fruit juice. Um, just like how people in the industry are just not like frank about things. We mm-hmm. talk around it and we want you to buy stuff from us. But uh-huh. like, my goodness, how gold would just some genuine free advice be? Yes. And it's a lot of times it's simple things. Like, like what I just said, SEO means search engine optimization. Right. And you know, a lot of times, and I'm not knocking anyone's hustle. There's a brand, there's a niche, <laughs> there's people for you, Oh my God. you know, but also at the same time, you gotta, what they used to say when I worked for Lancome, when you lay your head on the pillow, were you fair? Were you appropriate? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like every day when you make sales or you have to deal with, you know, your employees, were you fair? Were you just in your decision? Jeez, you know what I mean? Deep. And that's, it's really deep, especially in sales. Cause we're like, bye, bye, bye. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. But you still have to have morals, you know? And just like, don't just sell people a workshop of like basic stuff, you know? Right. When I first started calligraphy, I ordered two books. Okay. <laughs> Shameless plug here, Chalk of Love um, on Instagram. She's great hand letter. Love her style. I ordered her book, and it was, like, it was great. It was a great book. It was great for beginners. But she separated the lowercase and the uppercase. And this is before I knew anything about calligraphy. I'm like, why would you separate the books? You know, but of course, it's to make more money. Hey, I Ooh. ain't knocking you. But it's not something for me because I was like, okay, let me go on... Amazon reviews and see who took a picture of the book. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a single mom. I can't like, yeah, buy yeah. every single book that's created, you know. And then right. the other book that I ordered, it was just something that I didn't even need. I've never even cracked it open. I've given it to my seven-year-old. Make sure what you're trying to sell is useful, you know, because once you look back on your catalog in 10 years, you don't want to say, uh why did I sell that? Why did I, you know what I mean? Why did I create that? Why did I try to push that so hard? You know, find your niche, be confident in what you are, but still make sure that you're fair and just. Wow. Girl, that was, you just spitting wisdom. Was that freehand? Like, was that without that's, notes? That's for free. Oh my gosh. I'm so proud Welcome of her. my TED talk. <laughs> Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's true though. I, I feel the same way. When I first started out, I was looking constantly for free um advice on photography and how to use a camera manual da, da, da. and i pretty much downloaded 20 freebies and building other people's mailing list mm-hmm. before i was able to learn anything just the basics right <laughs> yes like what is auto and what is manual exactly <laughs> like things like that why do yeah. you have to separate those two why can't yeah. they just say this is auto and this is manual <laughs> right right i feel like yeah uh, like we said earlier the industry just has so many secrets and that is why i feel like my teaching style like and just like even this podcast is just so frank you don't have yes. to guess what like it is what it is you know so much information in your podcast i mean do <laughs> you want to shout out like when you first started the podcast i was like I was a little taken aback because I'm like, oh, she's going to start a podcast. Like, where's she going to go with this? You know, us fives, we're like, yeah. where is this going in five years? What's happening? What's the plan? Oh What's my the God. goal? You There's know? no plan. <laughs> <laughs> I just text me. I'm like, girl, I ain't no plan. I just started on my birthday. Just something I want to do. I'm just feeling, feeling fancy. Yeah. But I listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, I'm just at dinner with her or just like hanging out and we're I talking and it's like it's different because of course I've known you for a long time but I could be really like scrutinize it you know what I mean mm-hmm. but there was nothing it was just like it was completely genuine 
You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of the tips that you gave, the apps that you use, you know, how you manage your time, you know, or even just dealing with real life things. I feel like a lot of people, they don't really talk about the real life things. And that's that's okay. It's their privacy. But they want us to buy stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? You can, I, really I feel know like, you, you know, if you don't know somebody and you don't trust them, why in the world am I going to buy your exactly. 299 exactly. handbook? <laughs> I know you do not walk in roses and pink and red rainbows all the time. Even right. Your Instagram feed shows that. I know that's not who you are yeah, oh my day gosh. to day. Yeah, it's true. Oh my gosh. Instagram like has put like, it, I want to say Insta celebrities, but like, I feel like, you know, we see only so much, like 2% oh, yeah. of someone's day mm-hmm. and we judge our lives on it. And I'm like, I just really wanted to throw my life out there because I am a three and threes make things look so effortless. And being aware of that, um, people all the time, are like, how are you doing this? Or how are you doing that? Like your life is so perfect. And I say, you know, let me start a podcast. Cause I'm gonna talk about it. Ain't nothing perfect. Baby. Right. Right. And we're just image conscious and we're good at it. But that doesn't mean, like, it really is what, what it is. Yeah. Um, thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. That's honest, honest plug, advice. You guys. <laughs> like, subscribe. <laughs> like, subscribe. Comment, comment, review. Is that what they say on YouTube? Yes. Like, subscribe, and comment. Let's get this video to 2,000 likes, guys. Okay, see you yes. later. See you later. <laughs> Toodles. Toodles. Um, okay, so in high school, like, I feel like you should have been doing something like like this a long time ago. How many times did I say, like, five times? Um, You used to be able to forge our parents' signatures in high school. I mean, why did you not know? She did not say that. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) That wasn't, that was a cartoon. That wasn't real. Um, How do you feel like, like, how did you stumble across calligraphy? Like, how did you find your true calling? Um, I was, in high school, I was always creative. Like I said, I was always drawing, reading, like, always had a book in my hands. My parents were like, you shouldn't read that. Why are you doing that? (laughs) But shout out to my parents. They let me start taking guitar lessons when I was very young. Thank goodness someone, um gave me a guitar shameless plug shout out to laney luna laura's probably <laughs> not gonna let me be on this podcast ever again because i'm like shouting out everybody i know right <laughs> like hashtag sponsor not sponsor sponsor not sponsor <laughs> follow laney luna she's a great artist um yeah she's but yeah, amazing her dad actually gave he gave Alora guitar lessons too you never tell anybody that about your pet um what <laughs> i got calluses and i couldn't handle Laura wanted to play bass. Oh, no, 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 electric. She yeah. wanted to be cool. She wanted to be, like, well, a rock you know, star. Okay, in our, like, in our generation, like, being a musician was everything. Freaky yeah. Friday yeah. was mm-hmm. our high yes, school life. I will say that. Like, <laughs> and a lot of our friends were musicians. Like, All a lot of, them. of our guy friends could play guitar. They had oh, bands. So Our good. entire high school, everyone yeah. had a band. Yeah. All of our, a, cool, a lot of our friends were drummers. So, mm. like, it was, like, music was, like, where it was at. And we were, like, trying to listen to Christian music and still be cool. Yeah. We were, like, listening to Reliant K. Do you remember <laughs> when we bought Barlow Girl Christmas albums? <laughs> we're so lame. <laughs> And we would like be in the oh, car, like in my yes. red sunfire, like Bang! yes. We you were would always do like a, a like guitar solo at yes, the end. Yes, we were. It was terrible, you guys. It was like in between like this like alternative rock, uh, like oh, yeah. gothic yeah. stage thing. Like we all wore we were all to black, go through, like indie rock, and like or alternative rock, and <laughs> straight just, hair, like, burnt hair, like, just just trying to be. Cool in high school but I never really fit in like even Allura like she was a three she was friends with everybody and um, I'd be like why well, are you friends with them like I don't I, she'd be like come on let's go to the house. no thank you 
And me and Control would be like, no fake. <laughs> Literally for everything. We'd be like, just I'm gonna go home. You know, right. We're just gonna go ride the bus because me and Control rode the bus together. <laughs> That's how um, fives be sticking oh, together. We would ride the bus together and just like go home in silence and be comfortable with our silence. Like we didn't really have to talk about anything. But yeah. to answer your question, I in high school, I was obsessed with biology. And I thought that I could illustrate biology books. I was like, I can draw and label all the body parts oh of all animals, insects, whatever it may be, in perfect detail. Like, you want to know where the thorax is? I can tell you where the thorax is. Yeah. What? That's, that's how nerdy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> What's a thorax? I wanted to illustrate. But I didn't think that I could make money doing that. We mm. were like, I don't know, like our generation was like caught in the middle. Like technology was just coming out. Mm-hmm. Not everybody had a cell phone at the time. And if we did, we had like the flip phones. Yeah. And like everybody wanted to be an artist. You know what I mean? But everybody knew, like we had this thing in our minds. You can't make money being an artist. Like the starving artist was so real so to us. So real. At that time. Oh, you're right. Right. Like versus now people are like, I'm an artist and my Etsy shop makes ten thousand dollars and I'm a No, that was like, not a thing. That was not a thing back then. Pinterest so, wasn't a thing. Instagram wasn't created. Facebook didn't no. come out until we were like in college. And when you think about it, we used to take those tests to see what mm-hmm. skills we would have. And I would always get arts and communication and I'd be like crap. What am I going to do with arts and communication? Nothing. You know? And every year, I would take it, and I would think, arts and communication, arts and communication. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't do that to my parents. Like, I can't tell them. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so embarrassing to yes. be an artist back then. They're yes. like, you cannot make They're money. They're like, what are you talking about? You can't. Listen, this is nice. It's good, honey. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Right. You know? Mm. What are you going to do? So I was like, okay, I'm going to suck it up. I'm not going to be a musician. I'm just going to do it for fun for now. I can still draw and illustrate and stuff, but I just, it just has to be on the side. You know, us fives, we're good at just putting ourselves aside and doing what we need to do. And so I was like, I'm going to be a surgeon. Like, I was obsessed with House. Remember we watched House all the time? I have all all the seasons. Oh, my gosh. All How many times have we watched House episodes? He was so sarcastic. He was and, so oh. sarcastic. He was, like, my, like, no one would listen to anything I would say because they didn't know when I was serious or not. Because <laughs> I was so sarcastic and sardonic. And I learned it all from Gregory House. Okay? It was before, those sarcasm. Like, back then, sarcasm was, like, a lie. Oh, yeah. Sarcasm <laughs> was, like, so harsh back then. Yeah. Um, like, I would say hi to people at school, and they'd be like, are you, like, are you talking to me? And I'm like, come on. I know I'm sarcastic a lot, but jeez. But, like, it wasn't really a big thing back then. Mm-mm. And to be witty and stuff. Oh, nobody that was, was And, like, we were so witty back then. Before Honestly, it was cool. you guys, we were... <laughs> What do they call it? Hipster before yeah, hipster oh my God. was even a thing. Well, that's okay. what I mean. Like, we were, we all, like, wanted to have a band. We all, oh, yeah. like, were recording singles. Like, <laughs> we wore glasses. We didn't care that we, we had were the biggest frame. blind. We were blind. <laughs> like, we owned being hipster. And then it became this big thing. And we were like, how dare they? How do they exploit our actual how life? How they, <laughs> they exploit our actual lives <sighs> for... For clout. That's the word they use now. For clout. What, what is the clout? 
clout is like, you know, you get you go viral, you know. It's oh, not really monetary gain. It's, it's, and it's literally not, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally people who wear glasses, everybody asks me, and it literally makes me feel like an old, angry person when they're like, are you wearing glasses? Like, are they prescription? I'm like, I've been blind since the fourth grade. Right. Like, why would you just assume that I just want to wear these huge baby. glasses on my face? Just because they're cute now. Like, back then, we used to order, oh, sorry, I don't think we ordered them online, that wasn't a thing until, like, college. Yeah, that wasn't a thing until college. We yeah. had to go with our mom to Walmart. To, store. to Walmart would give you a free frame. You had to pay for the list. If you had insurance. You tried to find the best looking out of that one rack. The Mary-Kate and Ashley. had the one rack. Yeah. It your was... mom's like, no, you can't order anything from that rack. It's too much. That's, that's not covered by your insurance. It's not covered. The copay is too high. The copay. The copay. <laughs> oh, it's so true. We were hipster. Let it be known. You guys are in my TED Talk, okay? I'm guest starring on her podcast, but it's my TED Talk. We were yeah. the original hipster. Maybe I'll, like, post a yearbook photo of us and oh, God. find one, Why like, were where we... Why we in the yearbook? Why was I in the yearbook? Can I was on one? this... I was on the yearbook staff. Okay, I took pictures right, of you. All right, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know Why? <laughs> You're I'm like, I'm a five and my life and clothes are private. <laughs> so many pictures in the yearbook, thanks to Alora. She's like, shameless plug here. Put us there. You can also be on this page. But see, like, that helped me be a good wedding photographer because I was able to be a fly in the wall and me and oh, Jeech, yeah. we would go into lunch and, like, just walk the hallway. I think it was that, that day we wore all black and I, like, literally wore all black with, like, the black gloves and the holes and I was like, I'm Catwoman. When I was definitely oh, just yeah. wearing all black. <laughs> I'm cat with my growling as like just normal day to day. I feel like that's hipster though. Just what? Skater. Remember when we had like the beanies and our hair was stick straight and burnt? And I mean, like I said, we, we wore. When beanies first came out, mm-hmm. I remember I had this gorgeous blue beanie and we were like, yeah. This oh, yeah. Is our style. Like we just knew, like, oh, this is our style. Glasses and beanies. See, back then, we weren't influenced by social media because there was none. there was none. So that's how you know we, we were original. We literally had to figure it out hey, on our own, okay? Living. We weren't looking at magazines. Yep. Um, we didn't have, like, again, all the social media. We literally were like, how can we be individuals? We were always trying. I remember your dad told me, like, long, long time ago. Wow. Pastor Art Wilson, he's like, Deanna, you don't have to be so pressed to be an individual. Like, you can have your individuality, but don't kill yourself trying to be. And I was like, what do you mean? I have to be different. (laughs) That's who I am. (laughs) But he's just like, looked at me like, it's okay. (laughs) But we did try so hard to be different. Like, I don't know if it's because we were Christians already and, like, we were already a sore thumb and we're just like, let's make the best of it, you know? I loved it. We our style was like Deanna. You used to wear like these kind of hats, like the the brown hat that is in my picture with the guitar. And we were like, "What are we doing? We don't wear hats indoors. We wear hats when it's cold, you know." And I remember you like filmed a video like on your horrible flip phone, and like you were playing a song that you wrote. Like that wasn't a thing. Oh my god. Anyway, I just we could talk about this all day. Might have to be another podcast. We have to do a part yeah. two. Me and Joel used to practice all the time. Yes. Playing, because he played the piano. And the bass. And the bass. But he's a really good bass player now. Like, he don't think I'd be listening in church, but... <laughs> I hear you, bro. I hear you. Okay, okay. I married a musician. 
musician. I didn't even play about it, honestly. Yes, yes. I don't think you ever said that on your podcast, that I, Charles is a musician. And you know, he doesn't like me talking about him, so like, oh. he will listen to Sorry, my stuff just to be sure that he wasn't <laughs> mentioned. That's, he is, like, you're a sharing five, he's a stubborn my and bad. discreet five. <laughs> How my dare man. you tell people I play my music? Man. Control, you're unhealthy right now. You're <laughs> <laughs> unhealthy five. I love it. share all of your knowledge. I know. He's like, dang, are people going to be DMing me on my 200 <laughs> follower Instagram? <laughs> he put that on, we got interviewed for a podcast, and he was like, well, I have social media, but I don't use it. But here, follow me at <laughs> my whopping 200. I'm going to go check it tonight to see how many people followed him. Oh, yeah. They're going to be so disappointed that he doesn't post anything. <laughs> I'm going to be like, your last post was in 2012. Right. Good job, buddy. But you did this great podcast, so what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> I tell him all the time, I want to give your thing a little facelift. Don't touch my social media. I'm like, whatever. So, yeah, um, that was a walk through our entire high school nostalgia. Um, Please delete all of it. No. It's so, like, people don't know anything about me because, like, nobody ever brings up stuff that I could feed off of. So, literally, I'm talking about a specific topic, and I'm like, all right, peace out, y'all. I've been talking to myself for 30 minutes. I gotta go. Maybe they'll get their hour-long podcast. Today's probably gonna be an hour. Like, I still have five more questions. (laughs) Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask your questions. Okay, perfect. Well, I mean, honestly... So, I guess, so how did you realize, because we got on a tangent, about, like, calligraphy? Like, what oh, was the, oh. like, what was the moment you were like, this is what I'm supposed to do? Um, I don't know. It was, like, literally I saw, I can't even remember the first, like, Instagram profile or something. Well, I think that one of the first ones I followed was Sydney White, or no, Sydney Inc. Shameless plug, go follow her. She's beautiful calligraphy, okay? Mm. But she literally started with hand lettering and she took a college course for calligraphy so of course she got a lot of time to practice but i mean her style was so different so minimal yes Um, i'm looking at it now it's gorgeous it's gorgeous her feet is gorgeous and you can tell she's just doing simple things you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but i mean it's gorgeous and then she has all of her old stuff there as well so you see how she started in hand lettering with like using markers and things like that and she still had an individuality there with her page and so i was like hey this is really attainable i don't have to show my face a lot you know what i mean i can just post writing and i'm like what is this so I started looking at other people's profiles, kind of, like, and seeing how they make money literally writing. And I'm like, my handwriting is not bad. Like, I could do this. Um, that was the wrong mindset to have because clarity takes a lot of practice. Um, a lot of practice. Yeah. Okay? But your handwriting has always been good, hence the fact that you could forge parent signatures. <laughs> so, just Edit saying. Out. Edit that out. <laughs> remove split remove (laughs) it's true um first of all you gotta do this for me oh my gosh she just she back in like 2018 oh august so it was like last year i never saw that she did calligraphy on a vinyl and i have like six of them in my house so she is amazing and look at her composition like she wrote big enough to fit everything on there like she only a creative understands that stuff i was like what's composition (laughs) It's crazy. If anybody's listening to this and they want to get into, like, hand lettering or calligraphy, or if you want to get into calligraphy, you need to start with hand lettering. 
okay? Because you need to first get the forms right or else you're just going to frustrate yourself with the calligraphy pen. It's very temperamental to the pressure of your hand, um, the types of inks that you use. Like, it's a real learning curve. Um, it's not unattainable, but you should start with hand lettering first. So you can just get used to the muscle memory and the form. Um, yeah. Not that you guys asked for that advice, but... <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's free education, like we said, just being frank here. Yes, but I just saw, like, some people's profiles, and I was like, hey, I can do this. And that's when I ordered Chock Full of Love's um, book and, like, another random book on Amazon. I was, like, practicing every day. And I started posting it, kind of, like, things I was writing and stuff. Um, but I didn't start posting till like, July. And then I announced in September that I was going to run a business. Oh my months and months of research. <laughs> I kept asking you though. I was bothering you. It's like, so this calligraphy thing. When are you gonna launch it? Well, I have a couple of things to tie up. I'm like, what? You just have to press launch. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Something that I learned with like being an entrepreneur and being a five, like, there's a lot of moments where you just have to step outside of your comfort zone. Because if you don't, like, nobody is gonna do it for you. It's not one of those things that you can research and then get a result. You have to step out. Um, I was afraid to go to my first workshops because I was like, no one's going to go with me. I'm going to be there by myself. Um, I have two kids. I don't get out in public often, let alone with people that don't know me. So what if I'm like weird to them or something, you know, like I already know I'm something, you know, strange in some cases i wouldn't say strange but, i just say more observant than you are like like oh, that's yeah, ken yeah. too and i don't like the small talk so like <laughs> literally me being in an environment where i know zero people yeah is like unnerving but i stepped out and i went to rachel's workshop hazel and sally shameless plug follow her she's amazing um i think it's hazel dot dolly though on instagram but she is literally amazing i went to her workshop and i felt so comfortable mm. um she did it at the post in detroit um which is a great store you guys should go there they have a lot of like detroit um brand products a lot of entrepreneurs like leather and candles and lip balm and soaps and plants and all types of things textiles and fabrics and just everything there it's amazing it's an amazing place and then they have the other workshop part of their store where hazel and dolly does some of her workshops and um it was great it was like a lot of women were there she supplied all of the materials she gave us a great package to leave with it wasn't a lot of pressure you know and that was one of the things i liked because her style was so her style is so freehand and just, it's so specific to her. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't like she could tell us about specific forms. She was really just telling us, you have to be natural. You know what I mean? Whatever style comes to you, naturally use that. And that was important to me because I knew in the beginning, I did not want to copy anyone's style, which is why Chock Full of Love's book did not get finished because mm. um, I already knew Right then and there, you know, you asked me, like, what did I, but I know a lot of things about who I was. I knew that I needed to have my own style because I didn't want people to say, oh, you copied that or, you know, or that looks similar. So I wanted to stand out. Thank you, Pastor Wilson. <laughs> I love it. You know, he's such a good counselor, though. Like, my dad is a three wing, too. Just, like, we're exactly the same person. Oh, yeah. He's great. Uh, he just gives such good wisdom. And I feel oh, like... Yeah. 
I feel like that having a mentor that's in the same like age as you is kind of like it's okay. It's like a friend, but like mm-hmm. someone who's been there and seen. Oh yeah, and he knows you. Like he knows me from yeah my childhood. So it's kind of like he knows what makes you tick. He knows how you've grown. He knows where you struggle. You know what I mean. So he's always giving good advice. But um, sure. I knew then and there I had to find my own style, and so I kind of like did away with all the books. And I only did freehand. I remember, remember me telling you, like, should I get back into using books? Because I need the structure, but I just don't. I'm so stubborn. Yeah. I'm, as a five, we're like, I can do it. I yeah. don't need this. I don't need that. You guys have, like, it. a self-confidence because of your ability to study and research everything. Like, you've literally built that. Like, well, I know what I'm doing. Yes. I was like, I, I can do it. And until this day, after I had the conversation with you, I still haven't bought a book. <laughs> but my calligraphy has gotten so good. I, I finally, don't think you need like, one. Well, I don't need one now, but then I was, like, struggling. I was going back and forth, like, crap, what is my style going to be? What yeah. is... And it really helps, you know, like, I went to a second workshop with Rachel, and it was for brush lettering. The first one was for hand lettering. Mm. The second one, she supplied a brush, and we used Sumi ink, and she was amazing. And she was like, wow, your style is, like, really, like, you're really good. And I was like, Okay, like, that's the affirmation I needed, you mm-hmm. know, as fives, we're always in our heads all the time, and we're critiquing everything. Yeah. And we never give someone a chance to compliment us or tell us, like, this is good, this is good, this is good. We're like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Right, right. But I've in told that, that a setting, times. like, I couldn't tell her, no, it's not good. I'm, like, in front of, like, 20 different people. <laughs> so I was like, dang it, I have to accept like, this compliment. I have to accept this compliment. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel, for that life lesson. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Seriously. I don't think I'll ever have the chance to interview another five because of how private they are. So if there is any I'll never listening. come back. <laughs> <laughs> no, She's no, like. No, no, no. <laughs> you can take have me back in like two years when I'm like what flourishing. I- <laughs> when I'm flourishing. Well, I was going to ask you just off script here. Like, do you plan to like eventually supply a book that you wish you had when you like maybe like five year um, no. plan? I don't plan to do a book. Um, reason being is because there's so many out there. It's just, and I know everyone's going to say, hey, everyone has a niche. It's I was overly say saturated. That. <laughs> it's overly saturated for me. Um, I will do workshops as a goal of mine. Oh, that'd be to do so workshops, great. Yeah. Um, to create that ambiance of learning. Um, well, you wanted to be a biology teacher, so you get to be oh, a yeah, teacher. I just to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, after I couldn't be a surgeon, so I decided to do biology. Teacher. I was like, I'm just gonna do biology. If there's yeah. money in bio, like you wouldn't have a life um, though if you were a surgeon. I would not have a life um, at all. I and would be cranky like house. I feel, <laughs> oh, I love house. Oh. I feel like you know, it, even then, like the arts and communication part would literally be like ripping at your heart if you oh, if yeah. you were just strictly a surgeon because there is no. Like, Ken, he's struggling right now with being an engineer because everything is exactly the same. And I, I'm i going to talk about the Saturn's return. But have you heard about mm-hmm. that? Like, the Saturn's return. Like, when we get, like, 28, 29, 30, we find our real purpose. And we like, we find it and we just go go crazy. I was going to no, say hang. I, I believe that. <laughs> I believe also as fives, we get tired of the monotony. And it gets tedious. But, like, like you guys like systems. But so we they, like systems. So it's weird. And I think Kentrell's also creative. That's why he's so good at music. Yeah. He has a strong creative. And he probably does a lot of things creatively to unwind, maybe. Does he play? He has to. Yeah, oh, he yeah, goes you, and he... You have to. Yeah. Um, go be alone and create. I close the door. I do art. I turn on my music. Like, and I just... Cre- I don't just do calligraphy. I create whatever I feel like naturally, organically comes. 
Um, but that's why I say it's weird being a creative five because mm-hmm. fives like systems. But I feel like me and control are probably similar. Yeah. The system can get so boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do I'll do little things to like what's the word? rebel against my system <laughs> like i know i should be asleep at this time but i'm like i've been going to sleep at the same time for two weeks oh that's him I, I have no life yeah i'm gonna stay up late tonight and i'm gonna watch a movie <laughs> and i'm watch gonna enjoy it or or i'm, I'm gonna, gonna go out it. and do this i'm gonna go out to eat and i'm gonna stay out past the time that i should you know it's like little <laughs> things like that that we do to ourselves because we're like we're tired yeah. of the monotony and it's almost like we always will be so tired the next day, but we enjoyed ourselves. You know what I mean? And we don't mm, regret it. Allowing yourselves the, to like, yes, let go. So, but we only do it every now and again. You know, it's <laughs> gotta weird. Go back to the it's like, no, I got to go back to my system or I'm going to get too crazy. Or, you know what I mean? Or it's yeah. gonna, everything's going to fall apart. Everything is going to fall apart. Like, <laughs> I have to get back in the system. Yeah. You know? But as a creative, like, I'm very self-aware of when things are too stressful for me. Or if I just need the time to step back and just not go to bed at a certain time or not cook dinner for my kids, you know, maybe I need to order a pizza. Yeah. Well, you know that, um, you know, uh, there are different wings of a five and I feel like you and him are almost exactly the same as well because a five, there's a five wing four, which is like the individualist Mm -hmm. and they're very emotional though. They're very emotional, but also very creative and want to be seen as such and, and, um, like, I don't want to say like seen for it, but like appreciated for that. But then he has a seven wing, which is like impulsive, like one randomly, like if we're really stressed out from like <laughs> church and work and business and just Ella, um, we'll be like, let's go take a random weekend trip. Boom. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's just buy the tickets right now. Like the, it's like yeah. fives will break out of whatever, like the shell. I feel like for your own, like, I don't want it's peace of mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am there. Um, so many times I've had, like, my friends come over. Let's just have a game night. Like, it's, I have to work at 8 a.m. in the morning, but I'm so tired of working. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just come over. Let's just have a game night. I'll make tacos. Like, there's another part of a five. I feel like we like to, we know people. So we like to make people happy, mm-hmm. but in a healthy way. You know what I mean? So we, we're very aware of other people's needs, like, emotionally and what makes them tick. Yes. And, like, things like that so oh my gosh it's like we just want to be around people where we can just help them you know what i mean because even though we want our want to be private and things like that the people that we do care about and the people that we are close to we just want to help them um so sometimes i go through that too like i just want to hang out you know or i just want to take my girls out you know mm-hmm. my daughters and you know hang out with them and actually have a conversation because as a single mom this is like a segue. I hope this is an okay segue. Okay. As a single mom, you know, and you're, I work a full-time job. Um, I have a Vela and Co. on the side. Um, and just, you have to find the time to spend time with my, I have to find the time to spend time with my kids. Mm-hmm. More than just doing a task. Yeah. You know, driving somewhere, going right. to the grocery store, you know, doing laundry. Like, I have to find time to sit down with them and play with them or talk to them um I'm also very self-aware that I'm not that parent that's going to go out and do everything mm-hmm. and thank goodness my oldest is very aware of that you know <laughs> she's like mom do you want to watch a movie she's like I made a bed or the couch is ready yes she's Layla's so amazing. okay she's Aww. amazing um and I'm like I really appreciate that about her because 
it's like sometimes our kids are not aware kind of of who we are as people and I'm blessed that she knows like who I am as a person she knows I don't want to go and do this but I'll spend the money for you I'll just give you the money can you ask your aunt or your dad to go do it yeah know? for sure well Layla is very resourceful and she's old enough to be like well mommy's probably not gonna do this so let me just butter her up and give her right, all the right, right things give her all the right things say <laughs> all the right things you know she was so interesting last night she was telling me I was like hey what's going on what's what are you doing are you okay She's like, yeah, I'm just thinking about my life. I was like, like, your life? I was thinking in my mind, you're eight years old. What life? But I had to stop myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, she's thinking about her life. Let me just hear her out first. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I said, your life? You know, what what about your life? She's like, you know, I've been doing this art thing, Mom. And I'm thinking, it's time for me to go to the next level. (laughs) It's like, I should be way better than I am now. And I'm like, okay. Oh, she's so cute. And I'm like, trying to take her serious, but I'm laughing inside. Like, why are you so self-aware of this? You know what I mean? I mean, how old is she? She's eight. <laughs> and she's talking like, like a grown woman. I said, so what What do you think you need? Like, what? what is it? What is it? <laughs> what is it? What? She's like, well... I just, I just got to do better. Like, my art has to get better. I said, well, what if we just get you some art books, you know, that you can kind of start studying and, like, get your craft together? She's like, yeah, I think that's it. She's on this art kit because my sisters both got her. They didn't know. They both got her these amazing, like, art kits. Like, not the rose art ones that we used to get. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, those were amazing. They got her the really good ones, like, in a wooden case. So she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm going to be an artist when I get older. She's (laughs) legit now. I got the wooden case. (laughs) Not the plastic one that was from Dollar Tree. Um, I feel like... So I was looking at your, um, like, the five analyzation, and their biggest fear is actually being useless. So that actually makes sense, like, why you would want to have a good time at your place where you can provide mm-hmm. a service, you know, yeah. and take a break from your mind as well. Control. Yeah. And you'll be like, I have a headache from thinking. I'm just going to go downstairs. Yeah, yeah, I just want to do something that doesn't require me to think. I totally can relate to that, Control. Like, <laughs> if you're I'll, listening. Yes, I'll tell Layla to, like, just turn on the TV. You know, I just, I don't want to think. I yeah. just just put something on and I won't even watch it it'll just be something that can just take my mind off of things you know yeah is this still recording yeah girl we're on 50 minutes now oh I hope they're gonna get their album like honestly because I still have like two more questions okay so the next question I have for you is how do you balance I mean I know like Avi Ava is relatively like still young so I mean how do you feel are you feel like you're balancing being a mom and being a business owner also like I said like the other side job too pretty well or do you like what advice do you have someone who's like jumping into this like in the middle like during their Saturn return if you will yes um If there's any single moms listening, a very important thing if you're thinking about starting any type of business is that if you do decide to step out and start your business, literally all of your time is accounted for. Um, More so than someone who doesn't have any children and, you know, they're just going to start their company or their business or their idea and help it flourish. If you're a single parent, mom or dad, and you want to do this, you have zero time. And when I say zero time, that means that any time, any extra time that you have is going towards the business. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's researching, whether it's working on your craft, practicing, 
going out to the store to buy supplies. Like, we don't think about those things when we want to start a business, but that's the reality. Um, so you really have to be intentional with your time. Yes. Literally all the minutes of your day. If something, if you can multitask doing something, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. If you can cook dinner and wash dishes at the same time, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can cook dinner, wash dishes, and do the laundry at the same time, you need to do it. Because when you go to start a business, and if it's really, really your passion, and I didn't know anything about the, what did you call it, coming into Saturn or? <laughs> Saturn return. Saturn return. I know. My bad. But it makes sense, though. People get their revelation of career switch changes and, like, even, like, go through, like, you know, relationship breakups, mm-hmm. even friendship breakups mm-hmm. around this age because oh you're like, goodness, that all happened. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, check, 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 check. check, check. <laughs> okay, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Seriously, I, I think I recently just talked about this, but it all happens like when you kind of get this like self confidence and you're like, it's all black and white, crystal clear through the glass. Oh, yeah. This is who I am. Oh, yeah. And this is where I'm going. Yes. And it's like, it's true what they say. If you breathe, eat, drink, sleep, whatever your business idea is, whatever, you know, your creative entrepreneur, whatever it is, if you can't stop thinking about it, you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I realize that, like, literally every day, my brain, I work, I recently, I've been working 10-hour shifts, this is going to be my second quarter, working 10-hour shifts, um, four days out of the week, literally, like, Every single day. When you guys see me posting on Instagram during the day, I'm at work. Um, I'm not at home, chilling out, hanging out. I'm at work. Right. Um, I try to be intentional with my time because once I get home in the evenings, I don't really have that time away from my kids, you know, to really practice. Like, I would really, I really have to get them set up for bed and everything like that in order to even get an hour before bed if I wanted to or if I've had the energy to. So, I have to do it at work. Um... Any research, you know, if you if you have an Instagram, I do all of my research at work, all my hashtag research, all of my postings that happens at work yeah, at my so full time job. Um, but I, it's like this huge puzzle to me, and it's like I can't go a day without doing something that's associated with Avela and Co. Mm-hmm. And it could be the smallest thing. Like yesterday, I didn't really do. I did a lot of housework. But I was like, hmm, I need to change my Instagram biography. Like, how can I update this? And I did research for maybe 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> what should I what should I put on there? Because, you know, fives were not personable. <laughs> so I was like, how can I be appealing to someone who just comes to my page and reads my bio? You right. Know? So I had to look at other people's bios. I had to figure out, okay, what am I doing? You know, what is my, what is my goal here? You know, I've launched my Etsy shop. What do I want people to see? 30 minutes of my day. Um... Another thing with if you're a single parent or if you're not a single parent, but you don't have a lot of time, you have a lot of responsibilities, you know, not, there's a lot of different situations out there, but you, again, need to be intentional with your day. Um, you need to decide how important this is to you. Is it worth losing sleep? For me, 
no, because I cannot function mm-hmm. without sleep. Right. You have to be honest with yourself. Some people, they can go without sleep and be okay. You a know, mom, and then, though? And then That's my question. <laughs> but a mom, I'm not sure if you can, because then you're going to be barking at your kids. And, you know, well, I don't want to say you be barking. Everyone's situation is different. But I personally, I don't want to be short with my children. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't want mm-hmm. my patients to already be thin because I didn't get enough rest. Right. Or I haven't been eating the right foods. Or I drank so much pop or Red Bulls, which sometimes I do that. I'm not exempt from this advice that I'm giving. (laughs) But, I mean, you have to think about those things. Can you lose sleep? Can you, you know, where can you squeeze this in to really do the work? It's work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have this goal and this dream and you see everybody else who's already did the work. Yeah. But it's still work. We don't get to see that. They still have to push their email list. They still have to get you to look at their page. Right. They still have to get you to go to their links. They still have to book people. If they're a photographer, they still have to book clients. doesn't matter how many followers they have. They still have to work. Mm-hmm. Well, and the quicker you understand that, the easier, not the easier, but the better you'll be prepared. Mm-hmm. Well, not to mention the fact that followers don't signify income, but, you yes. know, that's a whole nother She talk. talked about that and in a whole nother podcast, so. <laughs> Please take your time to go through the episode. Swipe below and, and swipe find that below and find it. Like, comment, and subscribe. Let's get this to two thousand likes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay, being a mom, I mean, it does. It's it's a hard bet. I don't think there's really a, an answer for this. Like, I'm still trying to find the answer. And but I've also only been a mom for almost two years. So I think this year is going to be much better. I feel like for mm-hmm. you as well because you know you just launched your brand last year. So like now you know that you have to put systems in place so you can be the best mm-hmm. person, best mom that you can be. Um, yeah. What advice would you say that you have for newbies starting out? It could be in calligraphy, it just could be in a business in general, or just like wanting to find and chase their dream. Um, what advice would you have for them? For any noobs out there, whether it's photography, calligraphy, hand lettering, um, event planning, shout out to Sophia Francis, like, Sophia Francis events. She's gorgeous. Um, That's she my just girl. launched her events. Again, another shameless plug. Follow her. Um, <laughs> How many plugs? I can't. I don't. I can't know, tag all these people in the show notes. <laughs> listen, okay, they just listen to it. And they just listen. You gonna have to, because my lord. But shameless plug for her. She just launched her event business, and mm-hmm. it's like it's so beautiful to see people just like step out there. You have, the first bit of advice I would say is you have to step out there. Yeah. It took so long to step out there. But once I did, it was like a whirlwind, okay? Like, once you dip your toe in the water, you can't just dip your toe in the water. You got to embrace it all, the right. good and the bad, and you just got to keep moving, mm-hmm. keep trucking. Yeah. Um, did I tell you that Sophia Francis, which is Francesca, she was my bride. And you did tell me that. When we met up after her wedding, she's like, I really liked planning my wedding. She's like, I want to do this one day. Like, she's like, I've just, and it didn't even click to me to give her advice. I'm just like, wow. You know, and she's like, yeah. I want to get in the industry. Like, it's so, it's just amazing. I, I know so many people. I made so many connections. And then like months later, just boom, starts. She's also three. Starts her business. Oh, yep. Well, look See? at three's taking over the world. Just Shout out to Rachel Hollis. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Um... Another bit of advice I would say is you don't necessarily, if you don't have the confidence right now, it's okay, Mm -hmm. but still Mm. put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, 
so many times, I'm sure Alora can attest to this, I don't have the confidence. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until, was it like two months ago, I was like, look at this person's work. It's not even technically perfect. And people are buying her stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing? Mm. Why am I worrying about being so technically perfect? Because I'm a five. I know there's a method to everything. I know I have to do everything perfect. Mm-hmm. Why am I putting this pressure on myself when there's literally people out here who are just doing whatever mm-hmm. and people are buying it? Yes. Okay? Yes. That's why I just said, girl, put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Um, another thing is people, there's all types of people in every single niche. Mm-hmm. There's bajillion calligraphers there's a bajillion hand letters there's a bajillion photographers and now like photography is so big now yeah people are starting so young yeah but guess what people are going to be loyal to you for you so Mm -hmm. you have to be honest with yourself you have to be honest with your followers if you're on instagram honest with your clients honest on your websites on every front there you have to show yourself right be honest because you don't want any hiccups when you get clients and you're like oh this ain't my my dream client so uh, right let me just deal with this because then it hurts both of you the client and you mm-hmm. because you don't really want to do it and they had some expectation that you were going to do something oh my god preach on this it's just, just speak on it sis be honest okay don't take work just because you want the money yes good business all business is not good business it's be true aware of that um Wow, this is a lot of information. Yeah, so girl, just be spitting all that wisdom. Time, the next time y'all will get information from me, it's going to be on my TikTok, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Another thing I will say is plan your time. Like, what goals you want to make. This year, I'm trying to do it quarterly. Mm-hmm. That's how businesses do Ooh, it. smart. That's how businesses, you know, get this hype. You know, they mm-hmm. plan their stuff quarterly, and then they promote it as such That's until so they're released. Um... I've learned that from working from long home. Do it quarterly. Break it down. You know, what can you do January? January is over. But what can you do from January to March? You've still got two months in this quarter. What can you focus on and hone in on so that you can have a more productive year? Is I'm going to do that. <clears throat> didn't know about that. <laughs> is it getting everything, all your affairs in order with your business? Mm. Is it getting your invoices together for your taxes? Is it gathering your receipts before it gets too hectic? Because wedding season will be here in a blink of an eye or whatever season it is. After if you're the first quarter, boo. Right. If you're a makeup artist, prom season going to be here, honey. Yep. If, if you're going to be in events, like, mm. you're probably going to be there in a couple months. Yep. You know, like, wedding season. It's going to be here the next quarter. So you have to be prepared. Like, right. Prepare yourself. You can never be overprepared. Understand that. I just saw a BuzzFeed article, Segway. This girl, <laughs> she had an interview with Microsoft and she got it was an online interview, right? Because, you know, it's Microsoft. They're like, let's do a Skype. First. Of course. And she was like, um, hello, it's February 18th and I'm ready for my um, interview, but I don't see anyone online. And they're like, yes, we have you scheduled for February 18th interview. We'll see you then. And she's like, well, I'm online now and I don't see anyone. They're like, yes, today is January 18th. <laughs> Your interview is oh scheduled for February 18th. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry about the confusion. As if it was their fault. That <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> I was like, Why? yes, I aim to be that prepared. Sis was like, where all y'all? <laughs> it is February 18th. Okay. <laughs> 
the worst part is her birthday is in February. So she's like, I skipped a whole year. <laughs> That's the definition of viral these days. Oh my god, I'm crying. Again, thank you all for attending my TED Talk. <laughs> TED Talk over. So I guess my last question would be, which I'm going to start asking my guests now, um, what does heart and hustle mean to you? Heart and hustle means to me, this was not on the form, thank you very much. Or <laughs> 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 just say I begged Laura's been asking me for like a month and a half, two months, can you be a guest on my podcast? Can you go live with me? I'm like, yeah, just give me an itinerary. No, give me so, a scheduled. So <laughs> last night she literally sends me a hodgepodge screenshot of a notepad link with her little bullet points. And I'm like, okay, I do everything with bullet points. This isn't enough, but okay. And this question was not on there. <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm wheezing. <laughs> okay, heart and hustle means to me. <laughs> literally, I feel like. It is like something that's coming into fruition after 10 years. She's been mm. a photographer for 10 years, right? Yeah. That's what I tell all my friends. Oh, yeah, she's been a photographer for 10 years. She knows. She's in the industry. I mean, I didn't go full time till like four years, for four years, but okay, just I knew how to use the camera. <laughs> Claim it. Claim it. <laughs> Life coach been over here. A renowned photographer. Oh, my God. For 10 years. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you told um, your friends. <laughs> I can't lie to them. So just, oh my god! <laughs> Never mind. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> but I feel like this is like accumulation of all of that coming into fruition. Having this like joy of photography, you know, your branding changing, you know, like you it just everything just came into fruition. Everything that you've been working so hard on for the past ten years. Finally, it just, like, exploded. Now that it wasn't exploding, like, what was it, two years ago when you made, like, Metro Detroit Weddings and not. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's pretty crazy. We ain't doing no shame Miss Plugs on here no more. No more plugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, no, like, sis was pregnant. And, like, mm. I can't imagine how much stress she was under to be pregnant and then get so much notoriety and then be like, wow, first year of birth is, like, crazy. The worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Like, I don't know how she did it, but... I don't either. Of Heart and Hustle is just a product of all of that faith, that hard work, that resilience. I mean, talk about resilience, okay? Like, just going with technology, you know? Being mm. resilient with that. Yeah, okay. Um, I think it got a little bit easier, but also at the same time it got harder because it's so saturated yeah. um, with photography. It's... It's just, it's just this amazing journey that we're finally getting to all just be, everyone can be a friend. You can be their friend in their head. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a type three friend. Um, I strongly believe that now that I've been studying the Enneagrams and <laughs> Alora with her of heart and hustle gives you the opportunity to be friends with a type three. Oh, that's right? so nice. Um, everyone needs a type three friend. I don't care what number you are. A three needs another three. Okay. Like, That'd be pretty cool. you all need somebody who's just going to push you. And who's going to, who's 
going to be on their own separate journey but still inspire you just by staying on their journey and staying on task um with their goals and their dreams you need a three because they <clears throat> do the hard work um also shout out to rachel hollis you know sometimes she aggressive hard. she's aggressive oh my god She's very I don't think she's a three wing two. Like I think she's a no. straight up just mm-hmm. three. She she. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, listen to girl, wash your face. She's like, I'm not in the mood for Rachel I today. Listen, I've been to Rachel for a week straight. That's enough for me for two months. Okay. <laughs> but if she pumps you up so much, almost to she where you don't even believe does. it that you can. Like, if you're starting out into running your own business, yeah, yes, listen to the Rise podcast. There's some good stuff there, yeah. like and good stuff with her just being real with you. Mm-hmm. Like, do the work. That's like the main thing that I learned before I even launched. Do the work. You have to. No one's gonna do it for no you. No one's gonna do it for you. You might as well get that out of your mind right now. Do the work. If you have an Instagram, I remember she said this verbatim, quote unquote. Nice. If you have an Instagram and you don't post at least one time a day, you are doing a disservice. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All this technology out here and yeah. for free and you're not using it. Marketing platform for free. For free. Mm-hmm. I mean, she got a degree in Google. Okay. You know what that means? Mm. She don't have a degree. She was wanging it. She wanging it. <laughs> Multi million dollar wanging it crazy okay right do the work listen to her podcast she's amazing listen to it in the early in the morning when you get up at 5 a.m because i know so many of y'all don't but i'm telling you to get up at 5 <laughs> <laughs> if you're going for a run i feel like that's a good if you're going for a run yeah. that's a good podcast to listen to for real if you're getting up early to like get your kids ready probably not because probably not <laughs> probably listen to lavender she's probably super not. chill have you yeah. heard her who lavender she talks in like the most calming soothing Voice. I'm gonna no. send you a link to her. She's amazing no. too. Right now, I'm trying to balance my time between Rachel Hollis and True Crime. So Ooh, I have, <laughs> uh, I'm like so obsessed with like serial killers and stuff right oh now. Oh my goodness! I can't. I True can't. True Crime is like, oh my gosh. There's one I listened to about this girl Carrie Brown who disappeared in Canada, <gasps> and he had like 20 episodes. What Yo. the heck? And he was like interviewing the family I'm, and I'm following here. the leads and stuff. No. Let me tell you, you want to really get into some stuff? I don't. I get in the hole. Like, if someone <laughs> knows something, not, not tell me, doesn't that not sound creepy? It sounds real sketch. Someone knows something, and it's a picture of a black crow. <gasps> Your podcast? Yes, I'm looking. Not I said the fox. Ooh, ooh, okay, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, okay, guys, so thank you so much for tuning in. We're gonna go listen to this right now because I'm about to splurge. Um, like to hear any other guests please send me recommendations and we will go from there all right guys i'll talk to you later bye (laughs) thanks for listening if you liked this episode please screenshot it share it in your stories and i will see you soon thanks for hanging out bye